want to welcome you to the show. We have one of the nicest from Canada on the show here tonight. Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. One of the nicest NF portion. NF portion, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good. I'm good. How's this? How are you? Doing pretty well. How's your Thanksgiving? Good. It was good. I'm in Canada, so we, we're not really on Thanksgiving time over here. But, you know, it was just good to be with the family either way. Yeah, of course. It's always good to be with the family. I am nothing without. How are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about the, the streams and all the rave reviews that it's getting as far as the interviews and magazine write-ups go, especially from your fans? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, everybody's excited about the project. Um, so I'm, I'm very, I'm very satisfied with that, but I'm always working, you know, so I'm, I'm always working towards the next, the next song, the next, you know, the next, um, tell me about your journey through hip hop, because as a young listener, you liked 50 cent and Dipset. you started out like in the bars and the, the real hip hop heads out in New York. And then you worked your way up into listening to future and you started to put the melodic raps into your own catalog so tell me when this when you were introduced to hip-hop was it a family member or you just were listening to the radio and that's just what gravitated towards you it was really my brother my brother uh, my brother rap um early on so he just put me onto everything early on like all the 50 cent dipset everybody in terms of um the east coast rap and then really <clears throat> as i got older i just started to um listen to like future gucci low wing you know get into that type of stuff so yeah, it was just a good blend of everything so i feel like it was um you know it was it was uh it was good learning everything as i as i grew up just learning all the different styles of music and learning everything bar wise and melodic wise and everything let's take it back to get rich or die trying or the massacre what song do you hear yourself on one of those classic 50 cent albums What's one of those songs that you could hear yourself if you were to do a remix to it? Maybe 21 Questions, because it has 21 that vibe questions. Maybe, yeah, because it has that vibe already, like, you know, that that the kind of sound that's in right now. So I was thinking about actually doing it. So that's crazy that you bring up. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, especially when Nate Dogg was the original one on the hook. It'd yeah, be interesting yeah. to see what kind of twist you would put on the song. I feel like it's melodic enough that it can go right now. So I feel like that I'll definitely um, think about doing that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that you have to manifest to actually work with 50 Cent. That's someone that I can imagine yeah. you would love to get in the booth with. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. My, me and my um, producer, Hefe, were talking about that actually recently, like, about like which OGs we would love to like you know work with. And 50 Cent was definitely one of them. Besides 50 Cent, who are some OGs you would love to get in the booth with? Uh, Jada, Fab, um, Nas, Jay-Z, of course. The legends. Yeah, probably, probably those. Yeah. <laughs> legends. Those, yep. 100%. Legends. You started to really take hip-hop seriously. I, I was doing my research. I believe it was when you lost a close friend. That's when you really started to go in. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was like 2015. My homie that's on my chain right here, Money, passed away. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, he passed away in 2015. I started to like take it more serious then, and then like um, in 2017, Fifth passed away, and that's when I made the song Fist Rub. Probably heard that one. Um, that was probably one of my first like songs that I released, and then um, yeah, from there we just been going up and up, trying to go, you know, mm-hmm. get a plaque soon. So. 
Yeah, th- th- that's going to be coming, especially with Wave Wave becoming a, a major anthem for yourself. And we'll, we'll get into that, and, it, and you we'll get into that later. But getting your deal, with Warner Music Canada, you were releasing songs. You released three songs. It caught their attention. You sent them ninety nine problems, and when you didn't hear back from them right away, you were like, "I'm not going to wait." So I'm going to make the video and by not waiting for them, they kind of like that. You were just ready yeah. to keep working and they signed you because it, it showed that you were serious about your craft. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that was, that was, it was kind of like a building up thing. So I released like uh born center, slam me out, big step all at the end of um, 2020, you know, it was, it was the year of COVID like first came. So it was like, you know, everybody was kind of trying to figure out, what to do at what time and then um yeah i think after those three releases it kind of caught their attention because i got onto uh northern bars playlist Mm -hmm. uh, which is like a hip-hop playlist on spotify um and yeah from there they kind of reached out i like you said i sent them 99 problems and at the time i was just recording myself too so um i was just being self-sufficient you know so Mm -hmm. i just hit up my cameraman just said like yo let's come to the crib let's shoot a video and then, yeah, we just shot it in the crib on the road a little bit. And just, yeah, we just, we just kind of, we just kind of um, did the same thing we've been doing independent wise, you know? Yeah. So we just kept it as like, yo, either way we got to work. So let's just get the work in. I did hear that you're still doing the same amount of work that you were doing as far as independent. What have been some of the more major important factors that has been the positive in signing to a major label, especially with Warner Music Canada? Um. I think it's just really just more people hearing me, just a lot more fans, a lot more like over the year, over the year, I've grown more fans than I've ever grown before. So it's like, I know that it's definitely, you know, they're they're opening up ears to me um, that haven't been opened up before. So I'm definitely like um, a bit, a big advocate for like signing the right deal, you know, Mm -hmm. and making sure that it fits your situation. So, I think my situation was really like just staying consistent and just um, having people um, figure out my sound because my sound was like, you know, I'm still growing. I'm still always adding to it. So, you know, mm-hmm. something I, I heard you bring up in another interview that because you are tapped into the game, you're tapped into the bars, you respect the bars. Benny the Butcher, he just recently signed a deal with Def Jam and Snoop Dogg. Would he be someone of interest that you love to get on a track with and to showcase your bar side? Because you do have the bars on there, but I'm talking getting back to that real hip hop on the bars of early 2000s and even 90s. Yeah, like the production ones. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. I, I, I actually, my next project, I want to do something that's more like geared towards that, but not necessarily just all the way there. But yeah, like I'm definitely. Uh, super tapped into everything that's going on in like the bars world and all that. Um, so yeah, Benny Butcher, I definitely do a song with Benny Butcher. He's hard, so I definitely do something with him. Um, yeah, and just all those, all Conway, all of them, all of them are dope. You're tapped in 100. percent That's important, especially for younger artists out here, especially for people even in Toronto that they're tapped in. Who's been a major inspiration out of Toronto that's inspired you? It, was it Drake that inspired you as someone? Uh, yeah, Drake. Yeah. yeah, Drake, definitely. Drake, definitely. Um, Presser, too. Presser's, Presser. Presser's up there. Yeah, fucking Presser. So. Tory yeah, Lanez? Them two, them two Tory. Nav. Nav. Um, 
yeah. the weekend for sure. Because all of those really, all of those guys really just they've been putting on for a while. So you got to respect them. Man. And watching them and watching their journeys and what they did for the Toronto hip hop scene, what do you believe that you're bringing to it that can contribute to the music scene of Toronto? Uh, just versatility. Like I feel like um, coming from a street angle and definitely still just being versatile with it and just adding different elements into my sound. I feel like that's what I'll bring to, to the Toronto scene, you know, mm -hmm. like from the Toronto market to the world. So yeah, that's what I, I definitely just want to stand on versatility and just music, you know, like when you listen to my project from front to back, it's, it's kind of like a musical experience. That's what I wanted to do. So I definitely just want to continue to build on that and just let it lead me to where I got to go. When did you start making your way out here to the States and building relationships? Cause I know you've been in LA and I believe in it. When you went to Atlanta, that's when you went to go sign your deal. Yeah, exactly. I was in, I was going to Atlanta um, just to work on new music. And at this time there, that was the time when they're offering the deal. So um, yeah, when I, when I went to Atlanta, I was just working and then they offered the deal. They, they finally came through with the paperwork and we signed it and everything. So started working on a few songs then that was like Dior Me, Project Baby, the intro. Um it was those three songs after the project that I made up there, Muddy. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, like it was really just just working on the project most for the most part. And then I came back to Toronto. That's when I made Wave, uh Ties, uh, a few other ones, you know. So it was just really just working the circuit. Um, I've been coming to the States, though. I've been coming to the States for probably, like, 2018, so three years. It's been going back and forth, so, yeah. How do you like the States? Uh, it's lit. It's lit. Uh, I feel like I can record better out there, especially um, with everything that goes on in the city, like, politic-wise. So yeah. I, could, I just feel like I could just uh, work better out there in L.A., different producers, different artists, bounce ideas off each other. Uh, Atlanta, I love Atlanta. Um, New York, definitely. So, yeah, just those three places mostly. I've read about that and actually one of the interviews you gave to a magazine that it's all about the comfortability for you and going back home and finishing the album. You're learning how to be more comfortable being at home. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, some of the best songs that on the project I made at home, you know, so... I feel like at that time, though, we were very, like, excited about the new deal, excited about everything. Um, but now just things have kicked back into, like, it feeling normal and stuff. Like, everything is feeling, like, it's not feeling so, so exciting, you know? Everything yeah. is kind of, <laughs> like, it's feeling like the motions now. So it's like, okay, basically, you got to get back on the road and start coming up with new creative ideas and, you know, taking it to new levels. And that's what you're doing. You're getting played at Raptor games, Laker games. How's it feel yeah. to, to get your song wave played at these huge NBA games? Um, it was dope. It was dope. A lot of people were calling me, telling me like, "Yo, I'm watching the game right now. Your song's playing." I'm like, um, one of my homies was actually at the Lakers game, sitting courtside, and he fucking he took he took a uh, video just um showing me that it was playing. So it was just it was it was a dope moment, you know. That's fire, especially especially in Toronto because. You know, Toronto, that's that's home that's home city, so that's home. Love. When you when you got the love back home, there's nothing that beats it. 
But it's always yeah, great exactly. to see the Lakers play it too, because then it shows that you have that outreach. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I definitely feel like it's it's something that's just building. You know, mm-hmm. the song is still it's still growing. There's still new people hearing about it every day. So I'm definitely excited about Wave. Mm-hmm. Did you make relationships with the DJs out here? Is this how they caught wind of your music, or was it from being played on? Billy the Kids podcast. What was, how do you think that they really caught wind of your soundtrack? Was it YouTube? Uh, I think Toronto, the DJ, just caught wind of it, just being uh, in the streets, kind of, and just, you know, just hearing it out and about. And also just um, people just word of mouth, just telling him, you know, he should play this. And then the Lakers DJ, I actually, I actually managed myself um, for the most part. So I really just reached out to him and kind of just made that play happen. Um, I think he, I think he might've heard the song before, but when he, when I reached out to him, it just, it just made sense. Cause the song, I feel like the song has a very like celebratory vibe. So that was something that I was focused on in terms of the management side, getting, getting the song to like a few different like sports type of things, you know? We got to hear it in the garden soon for my Knicks. The Knicks got to play it next. I got you. I got you. That's got to happen, it. man. The, the, the Knicks definitely. are actually on the on the right path for once. They got to play some decent music, too. No, nah, definitely, definitely. I know you guys got Brooklyn on the other side. I don't like Brooklyn. We don't like Brooklyn. <laughs> nah, <laughs> they, trust they just came from it's Jersey. Crazy it's crazy because in 2020, right before the pandemic, I actually went to a Knicks game and, like, I had a choice between Knicks, Knicks and Brooklyn. And at the time, like, you know, Kyrie was on the uh was the on Nets. the Nets, I think. Yeah, he was on the Nets. Um, but I just I don't know. I just felt like the garden was just more of like it's the Mecca. Like, it's the Mecca yeah, basketball. Exactly. I wanted to experience that. So I went to the garden, but it was a boring game, don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was a vibe because you know you're you're getting to see the big lights and everything that you see on tv you know so yeah the net the nets have the players but the knicks have the stage that's the main thing yeah exactly exactly yeah <laughs> like the stadium is bright as hell everything the popcorn's really good too yeah Madison square garden is the place to be and i'm sure it's a place that you would love to perform someday no nah, definitely we're gonna get it waving yeah. that stadium will go crazy it would be insane and even in la you've met some stars i think you met block boy jb at a local store yeah definitely um block boy jb i've seen a few other people out there but they're just moving and passing and stuff like the baby um shorty shorty was out there uh little wayne was in the same studio um as me early but he was there earlier in the day and then i came there a little bit later so I just seen him when he was leaving. So, yeah, but pretty much a lot of people was out there. A lot of people were in L.A. It's like, you know, you kind of bump into stars in little pockets. So it's it's different. All over the place. You just bump yeah. into someone. It, it, they're always even if they're not someone that's really known, there's someone probably in an office building that's an executive. Exactly. Exactly. There's just a lot of people to bounce ideas off a lot of like. Uh, creative people a lot of like business people like whatever you're trying to do if you're trying to do clothing line there's somebody for that if you're trying to do uh like you said business office business you know uh like management business a lot of different things you know Kayla for real for real is another one that you've been in the studio with oh you know Kaden yeah Kaden's yeah. 
um yeah i was i was in the studio with him early like 20 i think that was 2018 so yeah we're in the studio we made i think we made one song mm-hmm. uh, back then but it's like uh, we're both still building you know i think he was maybe at like um maybe like 15k followers like where i'm at now and he and i was at like pff, like 2k followers so it's like he was like building up building up and then now he's at where he's at so it's just like it's dope to see it's dope to see creatives get where they're where like i see them going or where they see themselves going to so it's like it's dope when i was with him i seen him as a star so it's like it's crazy to see him actually doing these things like on the shows or should i still tell him now like it's crazy you know what's insane is the studio session that you were in with him he did a song right there on the spot with five artists including yourself yeah exactly exactly he's working that's what i'm saying like it just tells me especially because of the the, um the the time where i met him it just tells me okay like if i'm at if i feel like i'm at that point now that's how i gotta be moving i gotta be in the studio every day i gotta be on top of this 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 um this music thing that i'm pushing you know so even with the production like my my homie hefe i gotta make sure he's on top of making making new hits making new beats every day so that we can kind of build on top of the momentum that we are we've already capitalized on you know mm-hmm. we mentioned the whole business side before with running into executives in la you never know have you thought about venturing in other sides of the business besides music such as clothing lines anything because you're a business person in the aspects of wanting to help other artists out eventually mm-hmm. definitely yeah like um I definitely have a clo- I have clothing coming soon, like hoodies and a few different uh, clothing items. But I definitely want to get into just like I want it to be more of a fashion thing, more than a merch thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to make sure that the designs are right and and like there's a lot of like there's a lot of thought into everything, you know. So I'm I'm definitely taking my time with it. But I do think that it's something that I want to get into eventually, like, you know, get into it slowly and build on top of that. Create your own OVO. Yeah, exactly. Like, even, like, everything with uh, ASAP Rocky and V-Lone, like, you know, like, how it's kind of, uh, it's like a staple rather than, yeah, just come to my show and get my merch. I, I get what you're saying, where people actually look forward to going online and shopping for it, kind of like Kanye. Yeah, exactly. Like where they treat it as they could wear it as designer, they could wear it as drip, you know, rather rather than you're just wearing a portion shirt with my face plastered everywhere on it. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I'm not really into that. So I'm just, I just stand on pretty much. I kind of have ideas in my head, and I kind of stand on that and just kind of build on top of that. I don't like letting down on 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 my plan A pretty much. Like if my if I have a plan. I stick to that plan until I get through. You know? So my plan with that is definitely to build it as a clothing line rather than a merch line. What brand would you be ecstatic for if they were to reach out to you in pursuit of creating a clothing line with you as a collaborator? Um, I don't know if it would be a brand. I think it would more be like a designer or like a creative like Pharrell. Mm. Virgil was a Virgil was a big one. Rest in um, peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Virgil. Virgil was a big one. Um, Michael Mary. 
I like the rude stuff that they got. Like that brand rude. I think his name is kind of remember his name off the top, but yeah, like there's a few different designers like <clears throat> that I would actually work with, but like in terms of a brand, nah, I'm not really like heavy on like brands. Like I don't really like, you know, yeah. favoritize anyone. I kind of like them all and I, I kind of stand on just people just growing, growing as a unit mm-hmm. and growing on top of that and just like, you know. Yeah. Anybody that anybody that I seen come from a bottom from the bottom and grow up, I like that. So I'm with it. Mm-hmm. And just think about the positivity that you spread through your music because you you've spoken about this before. You don't like glorifying violence. You like positivity because you want to yeah, yeah. influence other people's lives to be positive. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely speak on the reality of things, but I still 100%. exactly. I still want to keep it level headed. I still want to keep it like reality you know like there's not not every day you're mad not every day you're sad not every day you're happy so i kind of want to touch on all emotions in my music and i kind of want it to reflect on everything that i do everything everything that the brand stands for whether it's clothing whether it's you know everything is just going to be varieties and different flavors you know 100 percent I want to get into you wanting to mentor young artists. What do you think you would tell them as far as something important steps that, that they have to take in order to take it to the next level, to get noticed by a major such as what you did? What is that next step? I think it would just be just taking it serious. Just, um, just trying to be creative too. Like if you see my video, slam me out, you seen like the horses, you seen uh big step, you see the ATVs, the fire, like just try to be creative with it. Try to catch people's eyes. Um and yeah, just 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 go all in. Like when I <clears throat> when I didn't have studio time, I just had I, I was at a point where I was like, okay, I can't afford studio time to be going here every day and be paying five hundred, whatever, every day. So <clears throat> I'm just gonna go get a studio or learn to record myself. So that's exactly what I did. One of the first songs I recorded was um 99 problems so it was just kind of a wake-up call for me like okay boom i could do this right from home and kind of make the same type of music so i just i just said fuck it let me just go all in from home started recording myself and just that's kind of how i got my deal all the songs that i sent to the label were songs that i recorded myself and see how far you've come and it's it's only just going to grow from here yeah exactly definitely that's the that's what I tell the that's what I tell the youth. Definitely like just just go all in. Like if you're gonna be if you're gonna try to be a ball player, you gotta go to the gym every day. You gotta get it to the point that you gotta hoop in your in your garage or wherever on your front lawn or if you live in a building at the back of the building, like you know, like whatever you gotta do. You just gotta you just gotta have you gotta have that practice on deck. Whenever you gotta whenever you feel to to let it out, you got to be able to let it out. You got that right. You, you gave an important message there. Gilly the Kid, they reached out to you. Yeah, the podcast. They reached out to you mm-hmm. before they played it. And you didn't even know they played it because someone sent it to you. Yeah, someone sent it to me. <clears throat> I guess someone was watching the, the Carmelo interview and they sent it to me. My DM, I'm like, what is this? But they called me like a week or two before. And they're just like, oh, <clears throat> he was just like, oh, I like your music. Um, I like like wave or whatever. Um, 
yeah, he was just asking me pretty much like how to say my name and type of stuff like that. Like I thought he was just trying to like shop me out on Instagram or something like, you know, Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be playing in an interview and, and be as big as it was, you know? So it was definitely like a, a big spark to the song. Cause it was like two, two or three weeks after the song that came up. So it was definitely like something that that's kind of gave it like another uh, shock mm-hmm. and kind of lifted it up and, and brought it to where where it's at now so i definitely shout out to gilly and shout out to wallow for that one 100 what's next for you man nf portion what is next for you as far as performances work I'm, I'm sure that you're already working on an upcoming project where music how fast it moves these days yeah um i'm working on the deluxe the deluxe is gonna drop i'm um, thinking like january february after that probably like a few singles and then right back into the next project like you said like just probably like i'm thinking like mid mid year we'll probably get another project so mid 2022 look out for that definitely that's gonna be fine deluxe (laughs) deluxe at the top of the year i'm trying to get on some shows i'm trying to do like i I think a a big goal for me is like rolling loud 2022 probably try to do rolling loud like at the end of the year um yeah, I just want to build on top of what I did last year. You know? For the album title, I'm curious. I am nothing without. What is it that you are nothing without? Is it your fans? Is it your family? Is it your true friends? What is it? I feel like that's why I left it open-ended because I feel like um, I wanted everyone to feel it and kind of put their own perspective into it, you know? And then on top of that, like you just said, like everything you just said, my fans, my friend, my fans, my friends, my family. So, um, yeah, I definitely think those three at the top, those three at the top when it comes to that. And then it's everything, everything that comes with life, health, wealth, um, just just being able to work towards towards your goals and just do what you love and get paid for it. So I'm just I'm just happy with everything, how the project came out. And yeah, I feel like I feel like that that title stands for everything that that's on there. You know, mm-hmm. I want to put this into fruition here and manifest it for you, yourself. It, are you working towards collaborations with OVO artists? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with OVO. I definitely um, Drake. I think will be dope. Smiley, I think me and Smiley were supposed to get something in LA. So uh, yeah, we're gonna get something in soon. Definitely fire <laughs> and a portion anything else man anything else you want to let your fans know the listeners and any any anyone who may listen um, and just stay at it just stay just stay consistent just just look at me for example you know just stay consistent stay at it and stay stay um healthy and wealthy you know just stay 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 going towards your goals really that's 100%. what i stand for they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at NF Portion. How about TikTok and any other platforms you're on? Um, TikTok, I'm not on yet. I'm about to you're get not. on TikTok. I actually said that last week. I'm about to get on. Um, about to get on TikTok soon. But NF Portion on everything. NF Portion on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. So yeah, yeah. NF Portion, YouTube, Portion on um, Apple Music and Spotify though. So. Go subscribe, go like, make sure you go stream. I am nothing without. It's available on all platforms. Go download it if you're a true supporter. And a portion, I want to thank you for coming on the show here tonight. 
I had a great time speaking with you and, and much success. You're always welcome on the show. Much success to everything you have coming forward because just these are only building blocks and you're putting the building blocks up already just with the major deal, what you've done independently, the fan base, Wave getting played in the arenas and on Gilly the Kid's show. That's huge. Keep going, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do in your journey. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me for sure. No doubt, man. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night. Take care and stay safe, all right? I appreciate it. You too. Yeah. Peace, man. All right, man.